That's How You Feel podcast, a platform dedicated to those who are ready to truly know thyself, those who are wanting to create their heaven on earth, letting go of all that no longer serves them by shifting their perspectives one thought at a time. This platform is for those who suffer from mental health issues such as depression, traumatic events, childhood wounding, self-limiting belief systems, toxic patternings, addictions, and anything else that no longer serves them. This platform uses interviews and collaborations with other guests, along with personal vulnerable stories from the host, as well as topic discussions to help those who are truly ready to help themselves. In the words of Marcus Aurelius, you have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. As always, keep shifting your perspectives and finding the delights in everyday moments. How's it going, everybody? It's June 23rd, 2023. I wanted to get on and record today. I've been a little bit busy with some other stuff, and I was going to try to do uh, another episode for the Emotional Intelligence series, but I felt this was a little bit more important today to to record um, than that, so I'll get back on track with that later. But today's episode, I really wanted to talk about the whole understanding of choices and options. We live in a world today where we are bombarded with having to make choices and have different options in front of us all day long. From the moment that you wake up, you have a choice. You have a choice to start your day on the right side of the bed or on the wrong side of the bed. The choice is yours. But we have options that are going to increase uh, one choice over another if you are playing into um, you know, viewing the world as the glass half empty, then you're always going to be waking up on the wrong side of the bed. And that's your choice. You've chosen to take that option over the other option of viewing the glass half full, that there's optimism, that there's hope for your day, that you can start off on the right side of the bed. So we just have to remind ourselves that even though there's tons of options out there for us, the choice that you make from those options is what's going to ultimately dictate how you're going to be living your life. And sometimes it can be that you have too many good options, but not all good options are necessarily the right the right choice for you. And this is the thing that we have to learn to develop is this understanding of discernment, how to really get in touch with our intuition to be able to take aligned and inspired action towards the things that are truly of value for us. And the reason why we tend to make poor life choices is because the way in which we view the world is very skewed and flawed. We don't understand the basic kind of principles of what values are. We've lost a lot of understanding of morality and ethics in many ways of, you know, I see so many people that are willing to, you know, give up everything for some status or some, um, some money or just whatever it is, uh, out of greed, you know, that's essentially what we've kind of shifted over in, in the last, like, you know, few centuries that have really affected us. And then this past century alone, it, it's really become something that's that's accessible now to more people. Where before it was, 
only accessible to a certain amount of people in the world that the rest of us were were pretty um, used to kind of living living these really common lives. Not to say that that was, um, you know, somewhat oppressive and restrictive in some ways, but most people didn't have it quite as hard though either. There was a bigger middle class, you know, than than we have now. Uh, but now it's like a lot of people have access to things of seeing people like, oh, I can have that too, like feeding into this whole greed empire. And, and it's something that creates a lot of of differences in how we're viewing the world morally and ethically. And so with this kind of like greed monster that, that's been plaguing us where capitalism is really just encourage people to do things that they they know in their subconscious mind is not ethically or morally correct for them but they they're making the decisions to say that it is okay because the rest of the world has kind of viewed it as okay and i think it's something that's really sad where you know a lot of people um you know tend to tend to worship these kinds of things where it's i think when you hear the word worship you think of like oh re- really religious people that are just kind of fucking nutty and and lost all concept of things but no it's like whatever you really value in life or that you're putting all of your beliefs into or all of your time and your energy into is basically more or less worshiping something you know that you believe that that's something of of value to you. You believe that that's something higher than you. That's what you're striving for. And if you're not worshiping quote unquote God of some sort, like this higher connectedness, power, or love in many ways, then whatever else you're putting in front of that, you are quote unquote thinking that that's more important. Therefore you're worshiping that over God, over love, over uh, shared values, over this connection in life with with other people and yourself and that's something that's really sad that a vast majority of people you know are worshiping you know like just the money the greed capitalism consumerism kind of shit worshiping fucking like movie stars and tiktok fucking influencers and shit worshiping you know just technology and just other shit that adds real no real value to your life if any of that shit was taken away what would you have left you wouldn't have anything like that's the saddest part is that we are not valuing things truly for what what matters in life we have lost this concept of what it really means to be here like we're all really self-absorbed and stuck in like our own fucking bullshit that it just gets really sad to see sometimes where you're just like man you know i'm here to connect with other people i'm here for a shared experience it's not just about me it's about we that's that's what i see and that's what the world is really begging us to be able to remind ourselves that it's not this one thing like if we go back in history the most successful fucking empires were ones that were of a collective conscious that they were able to work harmoniously together. And some may say they were really dictatorial and they were really um, oppressive because like the upper echelon gap between the peasant and the king was so big. But it really wasn't always that severe. 
you know, we have to think about that. If we read it like through the history books, which I've read, you know, extensive things. and I've talked to a lot of other people that are really into, you know, historical uh, teachings of like empires where there's many recorded empires of really peaceful reigns where everybody was fed, everybody was taken care of. It's like if you look at our current society now, especially in the United States, we're not that way. Most people are not properly fed. Most people are not given proper shelter. Most people are not given just the basic means of living, that they're having to work really hard for almost nothing. And at the same time that they're working for all of this nothingness that's not being given to them directly by the people that are in charge, they're also falling victim and trapped into this cycle of greed and consumerism. And so if like anyone's like really read... Um, you know, of a lot of history and stuff, and especially a little bit more of like uh, theology and stuff. Like you've probably heard like the story of like Sodom and Gomorrah. Like this is one of the most quintessential stories of the Bible where a lot of people can pull misinformation from it. And the problem with Sodom and Gomorrah where a lot of people get hung up on is is kind of this idea where they think like, oh, this is like where they really talk about like, you know, gay people are bad and stuff. And it's like, no, it's not even about that at all. It's just that everybody was left to their own device. They were unruly. They had no um, no boundaries. They had nothing governing them that they went to complete and total shit, that they were worshiping anything and everything, doing whatever they wanted to do. And they just lost complete and utter control. It was absolute chaos. And that is what we are seeing now. So there's nothing wrong with being able to do things that you want to do. But we have to understand, like, why do we feel compelled to do certain things? Why are we valuing certain things over others? When in reality, if we actually, you know, deprived ourselves of a little bit of, of pleasure, denied ourselves a little bit of these personal liberties and freedoms at times and worried more about like how can we all collectively share this experience together we would actually find that we get a lot more enjoyment out of life we actually find more compassion and more love the real fulfilling things in life that we're desiring and craving and that we have been falsely programmed to believe that it's going to come from these other things that we're worshiping like greed consumerism and capitalism instead of family and community and respect those are the real things that you cannot fucking buy you can't buy loyalty you can't buy respect it is either earned or given to you you can't buy that shit and that's something that is really sad in society that i see so often time and time again that the choices that we are making are not in alignment with what is actually a value for us so like i was saying there can be at times all of these options in front of us and sometimes they all seem good and you're having to decipher what is truly the best option for me that is for my highest good or that serves maybe more than just myself because let's say you have like an option of all these different jobs where it's like, okay, this job's going to give me all of these benefits and this money that I really want. 
But then I have to ask myself, like, can I imagine myself doing this for the rest of my life? Can I grow at this job ever? Can I get all of these new experiences out of it? What kind of people am I working with? What is the company about? Like, who are, what are their values? What are their morals and ethics? You know, you have to start really asking yourself these deeper questions about how are you going to feel doing this? And there could be like another job where, yeah, maybe the pay is also, um, you know, comparable, but you get to work with uh, a group of really well diverse people or something. Uh, and then another job could be maybe you make less money than those other two options, but you have way more uh, creative freedom. You have a little bit more time off or you have uh, a little bit more access to connecting with with various people from all over. Uh, maybe there there's like a different level of of management within your company structure that allows you to to have a little bit more seniority in some cases and work at lower level stuff too. That might be far more beneficial for you as a person to develop and stay happier longer. And those are the things that we have to really analyze in our life of being like certain things that we have once put too much value on, like the dollar amount that you're making per year may not be as important overall and in the long run than your general well-being and happiness. Maybe you take a pay cut because your freedom is far more important, that you have a little bit more flexibility, that the people that you're working for are a lot better, that the mission and the company that you're working for are much better. We have to really think about those kinds of things, about what's really a value for us, because the options that are in front of us are always going to be manipulated and skewed to a certain degree. So it's about us being really in tune with ourselves, being radically honest and being able to be fully authentic in what is actually of value for us. Once you can cut through all of the bullshit and understand what really makes you happy in life, then it's easy for you to decipher through all of the various options out there and be able to make decisions and choose things that are for your highest good. And so that's really the basis of this episode is just being able to understand what kind of choices are we making in our life. And I think a lot of times it's really about our viewpoints on what we value. So at times it's like there's nothing wrong with valuing things because you think that your your time is really valuable. I think that's something we have really been programmed to believe, especially in more Western uh, societies, that our time is money. And so I'm not going to do something that I don't like because it's a waste of, uh, I, because I think I'm more valuable than this. And that's the problem that we've had is that too many people think that they're, they're irreplaceable when they're not. And, and we're seeing that now it's like robots are replacing you because you thought that you were irreplaceable. The companies are like, I don't want to pay you because I don't value you in the first place because you didn't value this job that it was giving you. It makes no sense for me to keep paying people that are uh, not reliable, disrespectful, that don't care about this shit and makes me not care about them, that I'm going to invest in this new technology where I don't have to deal with a human at all. And that's kind of the problem that we're dealing with in a lot of ways is that the systems that were set up in place never really had much respect from you from the jump. But because of our lack of ability to see opportunities with where we start at uh, has actually damaged us in many ways that we think that our time is so valuable that we're not going to do any kind of remedial work which is not to say to discredit yourself in any way. But I think there's a lot of people in the world that want to be in the position that you're at. And so it's disrespectful in many ways to always assume 
that you're better than where you're at. It's like, if these are the options that are there in front of you, sometimes that is a reflection of really where you're at in life. And I think that's the cold-blooded truth that a lot of people are not willing to admit to themselves. It's like, yes, there are difficult times. We live in probably one of the most difficult periods for like economic crisis in the United States ever. And and that's like a pretty big, big statement to say after we've had, you know, major recessions in history, that this is the one that's going to like change a lot of lives if we're not very careful. So this is the point where we have to make certain choices in our life that are based on our value system and less upon this greed and capitalistic kind of game. And so it's really about, okay, How can I secure myself where the job may not be secure, but how can I make sure that I'm doing the things that add value to my life? Or maybe I take a job that is less desirable, but this one is stable, that I I know that I can make the money that I need to make here. And I can use this opportunity to then better myself, use this money to, yes, pay for my, my living, even though it may not be as fair, but figuring out ways to invest some of that money into bettering myself, whether that's, you know, finding, uh, you know, better hobbies, you know, better food, uh, better like health practices for myself, uh, better people to be around, invest, investing in, in financial, financial intelligence or whatever, you know, just like thinking about how we can value ourselves better and then be aligned to take the aligned inspired action. Like that's the big shit for, for a lot of people that we're failing to do. It's like, you're complaining that there's no money. You're complaining about the work that's out there, yet you're not doing anything to change your life. And that's because the system is set up for you to fail. But if you're able to level up your thinking process, you can make better choices to use the current system to your advantage, that you can escape it if you are prepared and able to understand what is really being offered to you. And I think that's where many people fail, that the system has always been broken and it will always be broken, but we get to make different choices in life that gets to get us to a better place if we so choose it. The problem is we just stay stuck in the system that they have given us. We don't tend to question, well, why am I stuck here? It's like, I, I'm able to, to live my life in a way where it's like, sure, I'm definitely not rich and I'm definitely not like dirt poor in any ways. Like I'm in a position where I can make choices that I'm consistently bettering myself in a strategic way. It might be slower growth than other people, but I'm in a good space where I'm mentally stable. I feel good every day. I love the shit that I do. I have fun. I actually get to have time to do things and I'm not stressed out. Like I have a life and many people just consume themselves with shit that doesn't matter. And I've lived life that way for so many years where I was working two to three jobs, busting my ass for nothing. But then I started dissecting my life and I was like, Man, I was spending way too much money on dumb stuff. I was investing too much money in things of no real value. I was not investing in my health. Therefore, I was too tired to go do things that I should have done that could have gotten me to a better place in my life. I was ignorant that I didn't educate myself to, to better myself in other areas. You know, like those are my fault. Those are the choices that I made, made me stay stuck in that pattern where 
Um, other times it's like, yeah, I've been affluent like a couple times in my life where I didn't have to worry about a lot of shit. You know, I was making good money. I was busting my ass off still, but I was in a good position a couple times in my life where I, I, yeah, I was able to go do a lot of things and, and have nice things or whatever. But again, it was the same problem of like, I was poor intelligently in the sense that I was not investing anything into adding value to my life that it basically I could have just been a poor person and it would have been the same fucking thing in many ways where it's like the problems were much of the same I just might have had more opportunities in certain aspects than when I have been poor but I still was in the same mindset I just viewed life all fucked up and I think that's the problem that a lot of us are failing to admit to ourselves is that the way in which we're looking at the world is what's hindering us from living the life that we so want to live. And by being able to make the conscious choices and decisions that we know are for our highest good that are going to quote unquote better us are really the the things that we're failing to do in life. And so it's really like, yeah, I don't have to go spend money to to go out and have dinner with my friends. It's like if I'm honest and you want to be vulnerable with my friends and be like, yo, I need to save money. Like, would you mind just coming over to my house? Like we can cook here and have dinner together. Like, is that cool? I think most people, especially in today's day and age would also be on the same tip and be like, damn, yeah, like inflation's a bitch, you know, like this shit's expensive as shit. Yeah. Like let's, let's all do that. Like we'll all chip in bread and like, let's cook and have a dinner party at the house. Like it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? To, to say that. And if people do, you know, make a big deal like, well, no, we want to go out though, or we want to do this, you know, it's like, okay, well, are those really the kind of friends that you want to have? Or, or also, can you just accept that like your friends can afford to go do that and you can't? And yes, it may feel sad or whatever, but you're at least making the conscious decision that you're not able to do that, that you're not going to save face and do something that's not for your highest good. We have these choices in life that we get to make. And so it's being able to see how can we change and change starts within so it's really about evaluating the things that we're value the things that we are investing our time and our energy into and then being able to see what kind of choices have we been making are these choices bettering us or are these distracting us or are these you know totally down the wrong path for us that's something that we have to evaluate and decide for ourselves ultimately like if we are going to take full responsibility for it. And once you can take full responsibility, then you get to make new choices and find new options. And that's really a lot of times where people get hung up is like, well, I'm not finding the right options. And it's like, well, okay, well, how are you approaching this? Because that's, again, our our mentality is, is really skewed. You know, we've been uh, inhibited in many ways from finding the solutions because the systems are going to keep you trapped. And it's really about uh, opening yourself up to all possibilities, maybe doing things that you think are below you or beneath you. And I think that's the thing where a lot of people get that fucking warp complex of being like, I'm too good for this. So it's like everybody has been brainwashed to that where they think they're too good for something now. Everybody thinks that, oh, like things, if they're not this way, then that's I'm not doing that. Or if things are not this way, I don't want it. And, and that's that's really like fucking whack and shit, you know, it's like I know now like being the person that I am today, how jaded and ignorant I was to a lot of things that I could have utilized for my highest good or that my attitude was just piss poor and it was not acknowledging um, 
that I was the only one interfering with with my life. I was the only one to blame for the the consequences of my actions in many ways or the choices that it was failing to take. And it was a rude awakening for me like five years ago when I realized that where, where I was like, fuck, dude, I got myself here. And it has been humble motherfucking city for me over the past five years of just consistently humbling myself being like, wow, you know, I really viewed that thing wrong. I really made some piss poor choices in my life. I really didn't value that as much as I should have. I made a lot of mistakes. I regret a lot of things that I did, but I've been able to come to a space in my life where I accept all of it and I can see the error of my ways and I can humbly admit to them. And even in the things that I'm still doing in my life, consistently humbling myself where this is a forever learning journey for me where I'm able to break myself down and just be like, man, you know, you could have done this a lot better without, you know, beating myself up, but with, uh, with acknowledging my own flaws, being able to be like, this is what's holding you back. This is your mentality and your viewpoint on this is really uh, ignorant or close-minded or it's inhibiting you from growing. And being able to be really honest about that helps me see something in a new way where I'm like, we should just try this. We should not knock ourselves down on this. We should not stick our nose up at this. We should see it fully for what it is and to value it as it should be valued. And the moment that I make that conscious decision and choice to view life that way, things open up for me. And the more that I'm able to become less reactive, it's like I don't really remember the last time I felt reactive or I felt like I needed to go really do something that was like, you know, negative or like aggressive in any ways. It's like I've definitely had, you know, emotions and stuff where like I feel, you know, out of whack or whatever, but I don't feel this urge to go act out on anything. And in, and that's really, really nice for me to be in a position where it's like I can express myself where it's like if I don't like something or something bothers me, that's different where it's like I'm able to healthily express myself. But I, do I need to run down this like self-sabotaging um, spiral anymore? No, I'm able to like really be be still and allow myself to feel the overwhelmingness of emotions to be able to respond to triggers and not let them rule me where I'm able to like experience it fully as it is and let it the fuck go and not make permanent decisions based on temporary emotions and I'm able to just go with it and every single thing that happens to me now it's able I'm able to just feel free where I'm able to allow myself that liberty to fuck up or to you know, feel whatever I want to feel without letting it consume me. And that's been something that's so amazing on this journey that allows me to make better choices. And it doesn't block me from the options that are out there for me because of the way that I'm viewing life and that I'm not holding anything back on myself, that I'm not denying any aspect of myself. When I'm out of alignment, I fully acknowledge it and accept it and take full responsibility and accountability for it. And then I can get right back in the swing of things that I don't have missed opportunities anymore, that I don't feel like I'm missing out or that I don't feel um, like it's me against the world always or I don't feel like the options are really limited. It's like I'm constantly striving to to view things and, and find new ways uh, of being that allow me to increase the options 
and therefore be able to make better decisions and, and choices in my life that are for my highest good because the things that I value now far outweigh the things that I was perceiving to be a value back in the day. Now it's, I know exactly what's true for me. I know what feels right. I know what's more important. And even though at times it can be difficult where it's like, but I really want something or like I really desire something. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I know ultimately now of who I am, it's like, but is this in alignment with my vision of my life? Is this in alignment with who I am? Does this go against any moral or ethical kind of value and standard for me? Is this really for my highest good? Because like I said, sometimes because it can just be a lot of good choices and you don't really know which one to take. And so you're just having to be like, okay, you know what? Even though these all might be good choices, the better choice actually might to be this instead. And, and that's like something that's, that's a really hard pill to swallow at times where your wants and your desires are not wrong. You know, but sometimes it's like we can get over uh, carried away with with running off of those desires or fixating too much on that want and desire so much so that we're losing sight of other things that are of value to us in, in life. And I think that's something that's super common in like kind of like relationships, like we get so consumed in like desiring like certain things in our relationships, whether it's like work relationships, especially, you know, like how you want to like interact with like your uh, like your coworkers, your boss whatever if you're the boss how you interact with your employees blah 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 you know like it can get really um burdensome to sometimes of just really like wanting to control too much because you want something to be a certain way and and, and it can actually hinder you from having these like really beautiful organic moments of, of true connection and i think that's what makes you know, life that much better and happier is by being able to have that free flowing vulnerability and intimate connection with people in, in your life. And especially like wherever you are most of your day. And, and for a lot of us, that's work. So you want your work relationships to be really healthy and stuff where I'm not a constant war with people. I'm not trying to control people to do something my way. I'm not trying to inhibit people from doing stuff but at the same time it's like there's got to be order you know it can't just be complete and total chaos like people that think like I can do whatever I want and stuff it's like yes you can but sometimes in life it's better to have restraint it's better to have order it's better to have boundaries for you because it keeps you in line to focus and put your full attention and commitment into something and not to just waste energy on everything and, and that's the hardest pill to swallow for us is that we feel this, you know, desire and passion for a lot of things to, to act out on. But does it always mean that we're supposed to? No, we don't want to ever deprive ourselves of having nothing at all, but we have to funnel it in ways that are actually of value for us. And so again, it's like really coming back down to like the value system of like, what is it that you truly value in life? What's really important to you at the end of the day? And that's something that's going to take time because your values can shift, you know, and a lot of times it comes after something like really terrible happens in your life that you get to see something truly as it is. Like that's one that, that reality check, you know, where you're like, damn, maybe I, I, I was valuing some things uh, that I shouldn't have. And now it's uh, taken away from me. And I'm in this predicament now where I can see the error of my ways. And, and that was just a lesson for you. You know, like this isn't meant to be punishment. Like nothing in life is truly punishment unless you, you decide that it is. It's like really they're just lessons. They're lessons for you to understand the causes and reactions 
and and reactions that you've you've taken in your life and so it's really about you know being able to be accountable for all of the things that you are putting yourself into and for many people it's like they don't want to take responsibility for that and that's why they keep making um mistakes in life or choosing the wrong things or um staying stuck in patterns and shit so hopefully you're able to level up and break the cycle and see that there's certain choices in life that one must make to truly live a life of purpose, authenticity, and freedom. So as always, keep shifting your perspectives and finding the delights in everyday moments. Love and light, Kate.